Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello world, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We are broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It's me, Shannon Joy. So good to be with all of you again. It is 2024, and what a year it is going to be. I don't know about all of you. I'm looking forward to 2024 with a little bit of trepidation, but also an enormous amount of hope. One of the most important years, I think, in my lifetime, in our lifetime, as we see almost everything coming together, a convergence uh, in so many different ways when it comes to the medical freedom issue, to big tech, to big globalism, to potential terror here in the United States of America, mirroring what we saw in Israel, an election year, wars and rumors of wars, suspended elections financial collapse, banking collapse, anything and everything, Jeffrey Epstein, multiple court cases, just seems like everything is coming together in this big, huge mess of a year that is going to be 2024. And I assure all of you, I will be right here with you throughout this year, live every day, 11 a.m., right here on Rumble, on Twitter, on Spreely and all of your favorite podcast platforms, and of course, our flagship 50,000 watt blowtorch radio partner, News Radio Wham 1180, going into the 11th year of the Shannon Joy Show. And it is going to be a doozy. I am so glad 
that I encouraged all of you and myself and all of my colleagues to take off a full week last week to spend time with family and reflect and just live as humans because we are going into a very, very difficult year, but a year of great opportunity for truth and for freedom and for the people of the United States of America to seize back our founding, our heritage, our founding documents, our constitution, our bill of rights, our God-given liberty. And that's the mission. The forces that we face are powerful, but they're not all powerful. And we have a mighty, mighty God behind us. And I know that we can do this. So I am so thrilled to see all of you again. I'm taking a look right now at the live chat on Rumble. So many familiar faces. CJP Rumble, of course, a regular on the Shannon Joy Show. Studio 8424 is with us from the great smoky mountains of East Tennessee, carrying the Shannon Joy Show every day. We're so thankful for you. Please smash that like button right now on Rumble. Give us a thumbs up. Make sure that you comment in the live chat or in the comment section. That always helps us with the algorithm. And you can do the same on Twitter as well. Huge thank you to our sponsors. You guys are going to be learning a lot about our friends over at Shell Shock CBD. They're sponsoring the Shannon Joy Show in the first quarter. You're not going to be hearing as much from our good friends over at Goat Soap, but that's only because they're going into their quiet time of the year after the major, major holiday rush. They killed it with the Shannon Joy Show last season, and we're going to welcome them back with open arms, Dana Pittman, Quinn Pittman, beautiful family with an amazing company, and we are going to bring more great Shannon Joy Show sponsors to you in the next couple months. We're thrilled to work with Patriot Barbie and Freedom Cart. You're going to be hearing about them as well, along with many, many others. To those of you who support the Shannon Joy Show over at theshannonjoy.com, that is our website. This is my direct connection to all of you. We are revamping the entire website. Get ready for a huge new reveal, hopefully, by the end of January, probably a little bit towards mid-February, it is brand new, theshinandjoy.com, and that's where so many of you support this show. We are independent. I cannot do it with all of you. I appreciate all of the contributions, the monthly donations, everything that you guys have set up over the past couple months, some of you $2 a month, 10 bucks a month at theshanandjoy.com to support this independent broadcast. It's how you know that I'm always telling you the truth, whether or not you agree with me. Sometimes my analysis is incorrect or I will get things wrong from time to time. But the one thing you will get every day is the genuine truth. It's what I really believe. There are no angles here, no backroom deals, no corporate deals. Uh, we tell you the truth every day. And as we move into this election year, one of the only voices in the United States of America who has pledged to take absolutely zero money, no money whatsoever from any political candidate, from any side of the political aisle, whether Democrat, Republican, conservative, no political action committees and no funding from any associations or businesses or super PACs affiliated with any candidates in 2024. And that is how you can be assured that I will be telling you the truth with no angles as we move into a very, very murky year. And this is why those independent contributions coming from all of you are so very important. I'm going to be speaking to that, the corruption 
of not only mainstream news media, but also conservative media in general and the emergence of what I've now coined bizarro con, a new emergence of so-called conservative voices. They kind of seem like medical freedom advocates. They've come out of nowhere. They're very highly platformed. They seem to be very well-funded. People like Cat Turd and Benny Johnson and Andrew Tate and Tim Poole. And uh, really not so concerned about constitutionalism or conservatism, but more aligned with political agendas. And it is this corruption, this moneyed corruption, that is making the the political scene and the um, political analysis so difficult. And it makes the entire process pretty pretty uh, murky. And so this is why I've made that pledge. I don't know. If there are any other voices doing that, I thought it was just kind of a normal thing. I didn't think that it was anything that unusual, but from what I'm hearing, it is. And so that's what you guys can expect this year in the Shannon Joy Show. But again, sponsoring you know our sponsors, supporting our sponsors. When you see those commercials, you see the ads, you hear my reads, and you find the links. Uh, it's supporting those sponsors that help support this show and also those direct contributions that are so absolutely critical to keeping this show moving forward and growing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your support. I am so thrilled to be back. I always hate the first show back after a long break. I feel a little rusty. I'm not quite on my game. We're going to ease into the week this week. We're going to be somewhat guest light. We are looking to bring in our good friend Daniel Horowitz late this week or next week. I also am going to introduce a couple new guests to the Shannon Joy Show. Thrilled to make contact with a really important person. His name is Mark Cahodes, and I think he's one of the most brilliant finance guys who just speaks blatant truth. He predicted the Sam Bankman-Fried disaster with FTX. He's absolutely brilliant. And as we move into a potential financial meltdown, as we are pushed into central banking, digital currencies, and new markets. He is going to be a critical voice. And we're going to be relearning some of these aspects. Uh, I think that 2020, 21, and 22, these were the years of bioterrorism, the bioweapons, the rollout of the deadly vaccines. It was all about medical freedom. It was all about a false pandemic, the lockdowns, the masking, the bad science and false science. We had to find good sources, reliable medical doctors and scientists and researchers and thinkers and analysts. And we were able to do that. In those years, we found people like Jeffrey Tucker, Dr. Peter McCullough, some of the regular guests you see on the Shannon Joy Show, Edward Dowd. Um, they are now forming this medical freedom community. But we are going to have to expand outside of that because what I foresee in 2024 is a, is a complete emergence of a new form of terrorism. We might see physical terrorism. We're going to talk about that today on the program here in Rochester, New York, in Buffalo, New York, in New York City, and Miami. We didn't even have a moment to rest as we moved into 2024, and we're already seeing signs of potential terrorism in the United States of America. And this is no surprise, given the absolute pouring over the border of 
young fighting age migrants, no luggage, right? This is not the poor, these are not the poor huddled masses that we imagine when we think of refugees and immigrants. No, these are young men, well-dressed, no luggage. They're crossing the border and they're being shipped right into the interior of the United States of America. And so many have been predicting that potentially some of those migrants could be terror cells. They could be working for our adversaries and they could seek to cause a lot of trouble, a lot of fear and a new round of lockdowns, not for a medical emergency, but for the security state. We're going to have to fight against that. We're also going to see potentially the financial meltdown. This is why Mark Cahodes is going to be so important. Some of the economic uh, experts and people who are are well-versed in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. We're going to learn from them in 2024. We're going to find a new crop of very, very strong leaders and voices who will stand up in the same way so many of my colleagues did in the lockdowns or in the aftermath of the lockdowns of 2020. I think we're going to see Obviously, the medical meltdown, big tech emerging, emerging, AI seeking to manipulate everything we see and hear in a potential attempt to suspend the elections of 2024 as we move just 13 days away from the first of the primaries and knockdown drag out between who I believe to be the outsider, Ron DeSantis, and the insider, the big guy, the pick, in my opinion, of the deep state. Donald Trump and MAGA. So we're going to be juggling all of these major stories. It's going to be a lot, but hopefully all of you will be with me and we will continue to work through this together. The mission is always a diligent pursuit of truth. And that's what we're going to try to do here on the Shannon Joy Show. But very important Twitter thread from Steve Dace that I'm going to share with you a little later in the program today. Also, some predictions from another emerging star, our friend from down in Florida. His name, you've met him on the program. His name is Robert Salvatore, and he has some predictions that I happen to agree with in 2024. Again, lots of chaos. It's going to be crazy. They're going to try to inject fear once again into the hearts of Americans to justify the new expansion of the fascist state. It hasn't gone away. 2020 was just the beginning. And now I do believe as that narrative falls apart, and we have video from Francis Collins that had everyone freaking out last week where they are fully admitting it was a disaster now. The wheels are falling off the vaccine jalopy. The wheels are falling off the science that was shoved down our throat in 2024. It's all false. We have a health crisis and a health emergency because of the vaccine injured and the release of those bioweapons. And uh, because all of that is falling apart, the American people are rejecting the narratives, rejecting the vaccines, rejecting the Great Reset. Great piece from Jeffrey Tucker over at Brownstone at just how hard Americans are rejecting everything about the Great Reset. Because of this, like a, a rabid animal backed into a corner, the deep state is now going to throw everything at us but the kitchen sink. Everything. 
And they are particularly dangerous when they're back on their haunches. One of the um, the live chatters I saw mention that yes, the Epstein drop uh, documents are dropping today as well. Jeffrey Epstein, sex trafficking, human trafficking. A lot of that is at the epicenter of all of the corruption and everything that we're seeing emerge today. It all ties in together. And these traffickers, not just Jeffrey Epstein, but who I think is the next Jeffrey Epstein, that's Andrew Tate, right? All of these actors have a role to play. It has to do with corruption and blackmail and just massive, massive collusion between big government, big state, big global, big tech, big media, big pharma, and big finance. If it seems like a lot, it's because it is. But the reason they throw so much at us, the reason they fight so hard to keep the truth from emerging is that they know if enough people wake up to the truth that we, the people, we, the little people have the power to thwart everything they intend for us in 2024 and beyond. Their plans for the Great Reset and Agenda 2030 and Agenda 2040, they can be beaten back by a growth and an emergence of a new resistance among like-minded, freedom-loving, good-hearted people, not just in the U.S., but in Canada and the Netherlands and France and the U.K. and Germany. Yes, this is happening globally, but it's a local resistance. They are desperately, desperately frightened of people waking up. And that indicates that we have a chance. We have a fighting chance. We just have to protect each other, build up our parallel institutions. They have something ready for us as everything crashes and falls. We have to build our own institutions, our own connections, our own sources of information, our own consumer goods networks, our own ways to save money and diversify and get out of deplat and get out of so many of the, the industries that are colluded with people who seek to absolutely crush free will and humanity. We absolutely have a fighting chance, and that's why they're so afraid. So that should give you hope along with the trepidation that I think we all feel as we're moving forward. Our good friend Ed Dowd posted out on New Year's Day a quote from Charles Dickens from A Tale of Two Cities that I've used very often, actually not very often on this program. I've used it a few times when it seems as if we're moving into a period of tumult and chaos. But it is such a good reflection of where we are today that we are really living in these extraordinary times that have the great potential of, of terrible evil, but also so much good. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope and the winter of despair. And that's Charles Dickens, the opening from a tale of two cities. And it is so apropos for the times that we are moving in in 2024. Sometimes 
you need the darkness in order to see the light, in order for the light to emerge. And each and every one of us has a role to play, no matter where you are in your corner of the world. If you have a small platform like mine or a big platform or a network of connections or just one little thing, one connection in your own community, each and every one of us, we are going to be critical, critical as we move forward in these chaotic times. So we're going to go to break real quickly. Again, thank you to our sponsors from Shellshock CBD. Go to shellshockcbd.com. I love the rack out. Yes, it is stressful and sleep is sometimes uh, evasive. And when that happens, I'm so thankful to have the great products. Uh, It's CBD, non-THC, doesn't get you high, but helps you sleep. And amazing lineup of products over at shellshockcbd.com. Make sure no matter what, so that they know I sent you. If you're getting a starter pack or a sample pack, they have so many products for pain, for sleep, or just for general relaxation. Make sure you use the Shannon Joy promo code when you go to shellshockcbd.com. That is the only way that our good friend John Burke is going to know that you guys heard about it here, and that's going to be critical in whether or not they re-up for more advertising in the next quarter. So that's how it works, guys. Please go right now to shellshockcbd.com and check them out. Everyone, yes, Studio 824, stay focused, stay vigilant, stay alert, never fear the mission of 2024. We're going to be back in a moment to continue this program, Terrorism comes to the United States of America or potential terrorism. We're seeing chaos and tumult, not only in Miami and New York City, but right here in my own backyard of Rochester, New York on New Year's night, New Year's Eve. Absolutely horrific, horrifying images of what many believe was a terror attack, either thwarted or gone array that happened. It's absolutely stunning. We're going to fill you in on all of that when we come back right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey, Patriot. Welcome to My Freedom Cards. I'm Lindsey Graham, the Patriot Barbie. I just want to tell you how this works and get you on the right track to shopping your values, voting with your dollar, and helping to support the company that shares those values. My Freedom Card is an American-made manufacturing company, and it's the company we use to enroll you, allow you to start shopping direct from the manufacturer online, and get products delivered right to your door. Sounds like Amazon, right? But My Freedom Card is conservative-owned, debt-free, employs thousands of Americans on American soil. They support freedom, and they value you. And because you're a member now, invited personally by me, you'll get exclusive pricing to the entire store. Everything from toothpaste, makeup, deodorant, vitamins, the list goes on, over 500 products. There's literally nothing stopping you from making the switch. Now you get to just go and roll and start shopping today. Welcome to my freedom cart. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend. 
and they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code SHANNON. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code SHANNON, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. And that is our good friend, Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham. You've met her here on the Shannon Joy Show. I'm a member over at Freedom Cart. If you guys go to freedomcart.com slash joy, that is freedomcart.com, myfreedomcart.com slash joy. That will take you to my page. You can sign up and you can get access to all those great discounts. This is one of those ways, right? I buy my mascara there. It's like one small thing. I love the mascara, by the way. It's an amazing product. Um, But it's just one small way. Again, we talk about parallel institutions, finding our people, supporting our people. That's one of the ways that we can resist and fight back. It's a very small way. And that's a way that you guys can do it as well. So myfreedomcart.com slash joy. You have to put the slash joy. So once again, I get credit that you guys sent, that I sent you guys over there and you can check out all of their products. Yes, we mentioned in the last segment that the Jeffrey Epstein list is coming out today. Now, this is a list of associates. There's there is some there's some miscommunication out there. People think that this is a client list, that this is the little black book. These are the guys who are actually uh, engaging with and abusing and raping the underage girls and probably boys that Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian Maxwell set up for them. No, it's not that list. It's not the client list. I don't know if we'll ever get access to that. That's under lock and key. But this is a list of so-called associates that is coming out of, as a part of a court case. Um, my hunch about this is that this will be mostly unremarkable but used to distract from some of the bigger fish in big tech and in big global. We probably will see connections. The one good aspect that will come out of this, people are speculating that we are going to see people emerge on the right and the left. And that's one of the key aspects of the entire Jeffrey Epstein saga that is always lost, especially uh, from people on the right who want to talk about Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and Alan Dershowitz, but they never want to talk about people like Alexander Acosta and Donald Trump and Kenneth Starr, right? Some of the people who were behind the scenes in creating the sweetheart deal that allowed Jeffrey Epstein to flourish and traffic and abuse more girls for many, 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 many years um, in the days of, you know, the early days of the 2000s. 
So I suggest we're going to get into this a little bit. I might get into this a little bit later in the program. I tweeted out a picture of the Epstein flight logs. Uh, we know that Donald Trump and Trump associates have long time, deep and wide connections to Jeffrey Epstein. I don't think I'm going to get into all of that today on the program. I will in a later show this week because it's important, but we know that they've been associates. They partied together. They were members of each other's clubs. Donald Trump indeed was on Jeffrey Epstein's flight log for Lolita Express. He didn't go to Pedophile Island that we know of, but he did have multiple appearances on Epstein's uh, jets. And so I tweeted that out yesterday and MAGA went absolutely bonkers bananas. It was really just a picture of Donald Trump, his name on the log. That's all it is as a reminder of those connections so that we hold both political parties accountable, not just the Clintons, but also other political entities, organizations, and individuals that were connected to Jeffrey Epstein. And so if we're going to criticize one, we have to scrutinize the others. And we know, and it's not just, I mean, that's the least, from my perspective, uh, that's the least of the problems with the connection between Trump and Epstein. The thing that concerns me the most about the Trump administration is that Donald Trump as president gave a sweetheart deal to Alexander Acosta, the guy who gave the sweetheart deal on behalf of United States intelligence to Jeffrey Epstein in Florida as an attorney in 2008. Trump rewarded Acosta with a very cushy, very plum position in the United States government, I believe as uh, Department of Health and human service, there was in a major, it was a cabinet level position that he gave to Alexander, oh, a Department of Labor, all right, that he gave to Alexander Acosta. Alexander Acosta then subsequently, right after getting that plum position uh, appointed by Donald Trump, then proceeded to cut by 79% the budget of the portion of his agency that investigated and sought to stop human trafficking. And that was revealed in a very damning and really interesting exchange between Representative Catherine Clark and Alexander Acosta as he testified about what he did in Florida to uh, to help Jeffrey Epstein. Remember, Jeffrey Epstein, when he was, you know, it was a dream team of attorneys that flew down to Florida to work on Jeffrey Epstein's uh, all-star legal team as they were making the deal with Alexander Acosta. And it wasn't just Alan Dershowitz, who also, by the way, enjoys platforming on right-wing platforms like Fox News and Sean Hannity, among others. It wasn't just Alan Dershowitz, a so-called attorney for the left. It was Ken Starr who joined that all-star team and worked on that sweetheart deal for Jeffrey Epstein. It definitely is a uniparty, unibrow endeavor to keep what he did under wraps. And so it was Trump that appointed Acosta to that plum position so that he could then cut the budget from um, working on investigating and stopping human trafficking. And it was also Trump who appointed Bill Barr. It was under Bill Barr as attorney general that the most high profile sexual predator and criminal in the world, Jeffrey Epstein, where his 
jailing and, and prosecution was completely botched. It defies all logic and all credibility for anyone to believe that in one of the highest security prisons, um, you know, led by by the federal government that Jeffrey Epstein just happened to kill himself uh, under their watch. And we know about all the conspiracies involved in that. But it was Barr. It was William Barr who allowed that to happen again during the Trump in, in, uh, administration. So people can talk about the pictures. They can talk about the flights. They can talk about his connections to Epstein. And that's all very good and very interesting and salacious. But it's the real stuff that I'm more interested in. And if you guys want to get even more information than this, there is one resource that I would recommend to you. As I said, I'm not going to go into it too deeply today, but um, I would check out Whitney Webb. Her website is unbelievable. It is unlimitedhangout.com. Whitney Webb is one of the most brilliant independent investigative journalists that exists today in the U.S. She is one of the most important journalists moving into 2024. She wrote the book on Epstein, and it is not just the two political parties. It's the intelligence community. It is the black market and the mafia. It's big tech. It's big media, and it's also big globalism. Her book, one Nation Under Blackmail tells the story. Essentially, it was about information, dragging in powerful people and compromising them so that even if they don't want to play ball, they do. Stunning testimony coming from a sitting senator, actually. No, I believe it was a sitting U.S. congressman over the break. I'll pull up that video later this week with an absolutely extraordinary claim. I forget what his name was, but he was doing an interview and he basically said that a good portion of elected officials in Washington, D.C., members of the U.S. House of Representatives and also senators are completely compromised. They are wrapped up in in um, some of the honeypot situations. I think that's what they're called or the honey trap where they go in, they become compromised, pictures are taken and they're owned. And he said this out loud last week in 2024, a sitting U.S. congressman. So this issue of coercion and blackmail is something that cannot be ignored any longer. And there's no no better resource on this than Whitney Webb. And it all leads back to Jeffrey Epstein. And it also involves what I think. This is why the whole Andrew Tate thing was so interesting to me. We did multiple shows on this in 2023, and we utilized the amazing resource of Milk Bar TV on Twitter, who has done compilations on Andrew Tate. But I believe that Andrew Tate and his brother in Romania were the beginning. I think they were to be the next Jeffrey Epstein. They were to be the next entity that arranged uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking for the elite of the world. And when they went down in Romania, I think that was something unexpected. They are now under house arrest, under multiple indictments, and um, are having assets seized by the Romanian government because they are wrapped up. And remember, Andrew Tate is protected by Candace Owens, protected by Tucker Carlson, protected by Twitter. 
platformed on Rumble, connected to some of the biggest players in conservative media. And this guy is one of the most vile pornographers, human traffickers, and absolute abusers of women I have ever witnessed in my life. And it's all out there in plain sight, in, um, you know, in videos dating back well over a decade. So all of this wraps in together. Whitney Webb gets it. Her website is Unlimited Hangout. Her book is One Nation Under Blackmail, um, the sordid union between intelligence and organized crime that gave rise to Jeffrey Epstein. I'm working on Whitney Webb diligently. I want her to be a regular on the Shannon Joy Show. So I am putting out my feelers, talking to anyone I possibly can. I would love to get her on the show. I have a million questions for her. Um, But she is brilliant, not just in that realm, but in big tech, in artificial intelligence, in Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, you name it, and uh, this kind of emerging threat, this fascist threat to not only the citizens of the United States, but citizens of the world. So yes, anyone who has a line on Whitney Webb, I would really appreciate it. We have a lot of very similar friends, so I'm going to see if I can work that, but she's absolutely amazing. So that's happening today. It's definitely a story we have to keep an eye out for. So when we come back, we're going to uh, bring up what I think is going to be a theme in 2024. We're going to go to break real quick. And uh, sorry, I got off on a tangent there, but you know, it's what I do. Uh, sometimes my mind just goes in all these different directions and I'm a little rusty, right? I mean, coming back from break, I always hate the first show back from break because it's like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm not on, on top of my game. But uh, when we come back, we are going to look at the the video that came out of Rochester, New York. This is literally 20 minutes from my home. I recognize the Kodak Theater. And many are speculating that the extraordinary events on New Year's Eve were, were potentially uh, a terror attack. And it's something I think we're going to see more and more of as we begin to see more of those migrants being shipped over the border and into the interior of the U.S. to create what I think will be chaos in 2024 and potentially another justification for lockdowns. Remember Boston after the Boston bombing. Remember the tanks in the streets, the lockdowns, multiple days, the manhunt as they shut down that city and surrounding areas in the name of protecting the citizens and safety. Is that coming to America? We cannot let it. No matter how much they try to scare us with these terror attempts and potential violence, we cannot allow ourselves to go in that direction and allow them to shut us down again in the name of police security. That's what we're going to hit when we come back right here on The Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe 
or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver assets that have stood the test of time makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950. And you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. New details tonight on the 1963 assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The alleged assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was involved in a CIA operation three months before the assassination. This project was said to be a covert CIA operation that was developing a top-secret vaccine and or a biological weapon. What they're doing is they're trying to kill Castro. In 1963, the world was a powder keg ready to explode. With the CIA holding a match to fuses on every continent. From Vietnam to Cuba, clandestine operations were being waged to preserve a fascist new world order, which emerged from the ashes of the Third Reich. Assassination teams within the CIA had their eyes on two sitting heads of state. Fidel, a few years earlier, had survived an agency-led coup d'etat. The other head of state, President John F. Kennedy, had scuttled that attempted overthrow and pledged to dismantle the agency, which was already planning his demise. U.S. soil was no longer sacred nor safe from the murderous reach of the CIA, which now reached ambitiously into the heartland of America and into the bayous of New Orleans. Not me, however, but I'm a, a, a communist. A young girl found herself caught up in a clandestine covert operation to eliminate Fidel Castro. This wouldn't be a shot heard around the world, but rather a silent shot of super cancer-causing poison derived from a monkey simian virus called SV40. A team of fascists hell-bent on defeating communism, directed by the CIA, was formed in New Orleans. This den of vipers included the head of the National Cancer Society, the FBI's former head agent in mafia-controlled Chicago, and a paramilitary instructor who would bring in a double agent named Lee Harvey Oswald. This tale has everything from murder, espionage, a tragic love story, to bioweapons and the genesis of gain-of-function research. At the end of this, we'll have one dead doctor, multiple dead agents, and a dead president. I'm Shannon Joy. Stay tuned as I take you through the full story.
welcome back everyone to the Shannon Joy Show. You can grab the full story so you don't have to search through the page on Rumble. It is right in the show notes. And I'm getting more and more feedback on the full story. Um, it's one of those things, I think we already have, you know, close to 170,000 views on the full story here on Rumble, but I'm getting calls from producers, like big time producers who are just starting to see it. I got a, a text from one last week and they're absolutely blown away by this idea, this story that, that you know, in, 19, in the 1940s, right, just just, you know, or I'm sorry, in the 1960s, just months before the assassination of uh, JFK, there was actual le legit crude gain of function research happening um, in a team that was put together in large part by Lee Harvey Oswald in New Orleans. And the goal was to create essentially a kill shot, a an injectable cancer using gain-of-function research uh, to kill Castro. Absolutely unbelievable. Shows you that there is nothing new under the sun. And these intelligence agencies, man, they've got their fingers in a lot of really, really nasty, nasty stuff. So please, please pull up the kill shot and share it with everyone you know. It is a great, great documentary. And I'm thankful for my partners, um, you know, Matt Scow, he's the producer of uh, Died Suddenly, who is amazing and brilliant and really helped with that production. So this is just out. Uh, this is reported by Daily Mail and Raw News um, in New York City. And this is just hours ago. Uh, Roosevelt Island reportedly hit by three booms causing buildings to shake in Manhattan and Queens. Emergency crews, including firefighters, Con Edison are on site assessing the situation, addressing reported power out outages. People think um, that there are explosions, um, but many are saying now this is a potentially an earthquake. I think that's what I'm seeing most recently on Twitter. But we saw crowds, I mean, huge police response last night, late at night in Miami, massive police response. Um, shots, you know, rang out, people pouring out of um, one of the stadiums in Miami, right? This is like literally <laughs> on day one. And here in Rochester, New York, we had just unbelievable footage. And when I first saw this, you know, it's a it's a car on fire and this happened again, like I mentioned, 20 minutes from my home in my home city of Rochester, New York. It was a, a massive car fire and just unbelievable footage right, right outside of Kodak Theater, a car barreling towards there as people were emerging apparently from an event there. This was footage that was released on Twitter by Jeffrey Rogers, who is an independent, very young, independent news reporter. His organization is called GSLnews.com, and it's really just him, but he does some really good work on the ground, and he's now being featured on NBC. He's doing appearances um, nationally and internationally based on the reporting that he has done here in Rochester, New York yesterday, considering um, in relation to this car fire. But let's go ahead and roll that footage because it is astounding. Um, six people, two people are dead, four people seriously injured. And you can even see one person emerging. Viewer discretion is advised with this, guys, because it's absolutely horrifying to witness and to understand that this car was plowing towards a very public venue filled with a lot of people. 
um, during the New Year's celebration. So Aaron, let's go ahead and run that footage that was uh, exclusively released by um, Jeffrey Rogers here in Rochester, New York. And here you see the fire. This is on Ridge Road in Greece, New York, I believe, across from Kodak Theater. Unbelievable. That is a human. That is a human being. Absolutely astounding. And this footage was suppressed for many, many hours and um, ultimately released by Jeffrey Rogers. And it's it's hard to say whether or not the mainstream news media was going to cover this um, or not, but they have been forced to now. And now it's making national uh, news. And, and I'm not sure if we're back. Aaron, are we back to me yet? Or do you still have the video up there? I don't think that you have. There we go. We're back. Yes. And so um, this was initially not covered. Jeffrey ran the video. It went somewhat viral. And now as we look at the at the crime scene, it turns out that that vehicle was loaded, loaded with gas tanks and potential uh, accelerants. It was barreling again down the street towards a public place. And now here in Rochester, the FBI is involved in an investigation. Also, the Buffalo intelligence community is involved as well. Many are speculating that this may have been an attempted terror attack. Now, we've been reporting and showing you footage for many, many months now. And uh, Naomi Wolf and her husband, Brian O'Shea, over at Daily Clout have been doing some pretty good reporting on this as well. Um, the influx of fighting age young men, very young, healthy. These are not uh, poor refugees and huddled masses and women and children. These are these look to be fighting forces ushered over the border, escorted almost by Border Patrol and shipped via plane, train or automobile into the interior of the United States of America. Very disturbing. Here in Monroe County, our county executive, Adam Bellow, there was a huge kerfuffle just a couple months ago about a massive influx of migrants into Monroe County being put up in area shelters and hotels. And so that was a major source of local reporting here in Rochester. And here we are just one day into the new year. And it appears, obviously, because intelligence is involved, FBI and the Buffalo FBI are getting involved in this along with law enforcement, that this was either a, an attempted terror attack um, that was thwarted, thwarted or uh, that was just absolutely botched. And the most recent reporting on this from Jeffrey Rogers, um, SWAT teams and multiple police agencies have searched now Wood Spring Suites Hotel in Greece, New York. And Greece, New York was also the site last week of 120 to 150 young fighting age kids descended on Grease Ridge Mall and absolutely caused an enormous amount of terror, massive numbers of fights. I believe there were gunshots. They were looting stores. It was absolute chaos. And there were also reports, and I can't tell if this is corroborated, but there were also eyewitness reports that law enforcement was 
transporting some of the individuals, these, the, uh, you know, 150 young people just causing violence and absolute chaos in a suburban mall that is well populated. It isn't in the ghetto or in, in, a, in a bad area. It's where a lot of normal, regular middle-class people shop in Greece, New York. And um, there were witnesses, there were eyewitnesses who claim they saw police cars or official cars transporting some of those kids away from the mall to God knows where. I'm not sure how many arrests were made, but it's very, very sketchy. So all of this happening in Greece, New York, and right now um, there were SWAT teams and multiple police agencies um, searching the Wood Spring Suites where the driver of the Black Ford Expedition that crashed causing the fire on Westridge Road was possibly staying in a hotel, right? Police also confirmed that the Black Ford Expedition was a rental from neighboring city of Syracuse, New York. Okay, so this guy looks like a transplant. I'm just saying, the reason I'm telling you this story, and it's not just Rochester, New York, it's across the country. I do believe that we have potentially allowed for terror cells or agents of nefarious sources into the United States of America to create chaos. And this is what they're going to use. Again, this is absolutely horrifying. And this is, I believe, only be the beginning. We have to prepare for these things to happen more often in 2024. And I'm not saying this to alarm you or to frighten you, but to prepare you to resist the fear and any t attempts at a police state response to or suspension of elections or rights in the name of protecting you. The terror is what they want. The terror is what they need to force new rounds of new lockdowns. It's not medical lockdowns anymore because they've played that out. No one is taking their vaccines. They've tried to foist the vaccines on the American public, but everyone stopped pretty much after the first round, and it's been dwindling ever since. Every time they introduce a new pandemic or virus, even though they might even be nastier than COVID-19, this is not working. People will not lock down or shut down again, and only a very small percentage of woke leftist elites will mask up, and that's despite all of the propaganda in the fear porn. So they have to figure out a way to shut us down again, lock us down again, inject a new amount of fear, and I think it's going to be through the combination of economic and financial warfare and also this type of terrorism. And if what happened in Israel is any indication of what they could be capable of, we need to be prepared, but we cannot allow them. We cannot allow them to force new rounds of lockdowns or fa fascist expansions of government as a result of this. So this is where the localism, as things begin to fall apart, and again, if they suspend elections, in 2024, it's just going to be an indication of how broken and corrupt and just how useless Washington, D.C. is. It's over. There's really no fix there. I'm not saying they're going to be able to suspend the elections. I think that there is a way 
that we can get out of this. I think there are outsider candidates in Bobby Kennedy Jr. and in Ron DeSantis, and it's much harder to suspend elections than people think. So I do think that they're, they're you know, it's not a fait accompli that they're going to achieve that. But if they do, I think we're going to see a new round of localism where people realize that there are no fixes, fixes at the, the federal level. There are no electoral fixes, and that's going to encourage people to really hunker down, find your groups locally, and get involved. And so in terms of this, the, the resistance to this type of terror, number one, great example in Jeffrey Rogers. He's on Twitter if you want to find him, gslnews.com, and you can follow him. His handle is at G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y Rogers on Twitter. He's just a local guy. He does local reporting. But this is one example of bottom-up, inside-out resistance. Would knowledge of this incident really come to the fore? Would we know about it if it weren't for his independent reporting. This is also going to be a time for those of you who have organizations locally to get into the offices of your local sheriffs, to start organizing, to start advocating and speaking up letting them know what their constitutional responsibilities are, what they what binds them in terms of the Constitution, and letting them know that you are eagle-eyed and watching every move they make. There are some really great sheriffs in the United States of America, and then there are some really bad ones. I think they're going to be hot counties. I think Monroe County is a hot county, along with places like Fairfax and Maricopa. And you know the counties out there where some of the things tend to go down. And so I think we're going to see in some of the big left-leaning cities some of this happening. But this is a time for extreme localism, local organization, and a resistance to any calls for any type of increased police surveillance surveillance of, of actual citizens, right? They know exactly where these people are. They have been housed. They have been moved into hotels and into housing situations. The counties know about them. Law enforcement knows about them. And so if they try for one second to lock down law-abiding free citizens from their daily life in exchange for protection from terrorism, you know it's a lie. You know that they're lying to you and you cannot let them get away with it. It is very simple for law enforcement and these counties and county executives and sheriffs to do their jobs and go in, arrest these people, incarcerate them, and ship them down back over the border. That is the execution of the law. And anyone who tells you differently is lying to you. And so this is something that I think we need to expand on in 2024, understanding that they're going to try to do this to us, but we're not going to respond in fear the way that we did during the COVID lockdowns. No, we have to use the organizations that we've already built to fight back. All right, guys, we're going to go to break real quick. When we come back, we're going to finish up here with very important thread from Steve Dace about the, the breakdown. One of the reasons that it's so difficult to get to the truth is because the entirety of media, not just mainstream news media, but conservative media, conservative thinkers, some of the big talkers out there have become completely corrupted. And Steve Dace speaks to this in a very, very important thread that I want to read to you as we finish out this first new show of the Shannon Joy Show in 2024. It's going to set up what we're dealing with. People are going to have to really begin to discern, put on your spiritual armor, understand that there are people out there, useful idiots. You know, we talk about the sheriffs and the county executives and the local law enforcement, and some of them are very good, and some of them just look the other way. 
Most of them aren't in on this and the larger plans or the larger agendas, but they willfully obey and they willfully look away and they don't want to see the truth and they don't want to acknowledge the truth. And our job is to make them, right, is to not allow them to look away. And so even though they're not necessarily complicit in the planning of all of this, they're just going to do what they're told. And if there's a nationwide emergency for terrorism and they're told to lock down communities, they're just going to do it. And I think that law enforcement, they were hesitant to do it for COVID and medical reasons, but I think law enforcement is much more vulnerable to terror attacks. They are much more vulnerable to being complicit and complying with orders in, when it's in the name of national security, not battling a pandemic or a virus. And so we have to keep an eye on them. There is no guarantee that law enforcement is just going to side with the Constitution and with truth. No, there's been a lot of corruption bubbling up within the military and also law, law enforcement for many, many years, lots of consolidations and installments of really bad actors in communities across the country. So we got to keep an eye on them. And uh, this post from Steve Dace on the political scene and, and the lack of good information is really going to set us up for next year. So I want to make sure I get to that before we end the show today on The Shannon Joy Show. So keep it tuned right here. We will be back in a minute to continue with that very important address from our good friend, Steve Dace. Hey, Patriot. Welcome to My Freedom Cards. I'm Lindsey Graham, the Patriot Barbie. I just want to tell you how this works and get you on the right track to shopping your values, voting with your dollar, and helping to support the company that shares those values. My Freedom Card is an American-made manufacturing company, and it's the company we use to enroll you, allow you to start shopping direct from the manufacturer online, and get products delivered right to your door. Sounds like Amazon, right? But My Freedom Card is conservative-owned, debt-free, employs thousands of Americans on American soil. They support freedom, and they value you. And because you're a member now, invited personally by me, you'll get exclusive pricing to the entire store. Everything from toothpaste, makeup, deodorant, vitamins, the list goes on, over 500 products. There's literally nothing stopping you from making the switch. Now you get to just go enroll and start shopping today. Welcome to my freedom cart. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. So much I did not get to today as we move into a heated, heated election season. I've made the determination. I have a radar. I have been observing very closely and watching for well over 10 years. And I have a unique special power. I believe, well, I know I can spot like these deep state connected entities, the 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 members of the uniparty or the unibrow, those who are the mouthpieces, even on the conservative side, for the rhinos and the elite political class that is corrupted in Washington, D.C. And uh, I do, however, believe that, you know, as of today, from my observations, based on their fruit and nothing more, I do believe at this point that Ron DeSantis and uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. are outsiders. Now, this can always change, right? You know, people don't always go into their chosen profession or their fields uh, corrupted. A lot of elected officials get elected and go to Washington, D.C., and they're perfectly fine. And then 
one thing leads to another and somewhere down the line they make one accommodation then another they tell a little white here lie here and to cover that lie they they tell another one and they just get kind of entangled in the corruption of dc and then they become absolutely useless so when i talk about outsiders um it's usually with the caveat that they can always become insiders at any time um, i watch people like ron paul and his son rand paul and tom massey and people like ron johnson and chip roy there are a few who i believe are not corrupted who are still outsiders outside the system and i believe that's the case for ron DeSantis and also robert f kennedy jr as of today. That's just my opinion. I know some of you will disagree with me on that. And I, I see your comments in the live chat and, and I get that. I'm telling you from my perspective um, and for Ron DeSantis, really mainly because he has such a, a wide resume and a deep resume of a discernible policy outcome. We have very real meat and potatoes with Ron DeSantis. We know exactly what he did as an executive in the state of Florida. And so that's a good way to gauge what he would do as an, an executive in um, United States government. So I do believe we do not, it does not have to be a situation where the elections are suspended and the whole process is completely corrupted. I think if it's a Trump v. Biden contest, then it's WWE wrestling. Then it, they, they could have the, the campaign, not have the campaign, have the election cancel out. It, it doesn't even matter, right? So, so everything is very fluid right now. Everything is fluid. And there's just a major battle. There's a major battle for the heart and soul of the conservative constitutional movement. It's happening within conservative media, with, it, with a lot of my colleagues and people that I respect in a million different ways for great reporting on certain issues, but are falling in line, falling into this kind of Trump is a, is you know, inevitable. And so you really see, I mean, as we move, the first big contest is going to be Iowa. It's going to be what happens in the state of Iowa. If you are to look at every major, major media outlet in the country, conservative and left alike, they are all predicting doubled. I mean, Trump is leading by 50, 60, 70. I mean, outrageous polls that are completely laughable, but they're predicting he's going to win by just an absolute landslide. The exact opposite could happen in Iowa on the 15th with the, the team and the boots on the ground and just the machine that has been put together by Ron DeSantis. So this is all very fluid. And Steve Dace is in the belly of the beast. He lives in the great state of Iowa. He's heavily involved in Iowa caucusing, and uh, he has been for quite some time, has an enormous amount of influence. Uh, his friend Bob Vanderplatz also has a lot of influence there. And so this is going to be one of those first contests to watch, to see if truth is going to win out or if we're going to have more of the same. And so I set that up to explain Steve's Twitter thread that I would like to try and read. We have a few more minutes. I'd like to get you all out of here by 1215, 1218 if I can. But I want to read this entire thread to you because it's important. It's very important. And this comes out of Steve's frustration and a lot of my colleagues' uh, frustration that, that here we have a candidate who is saying 
sober, a family man. You might not agree with everything he's done, but he has a record that we can look at. He doesn't make dumbass mistakes on the campaign trail. Very disciplined, disciplined campaign team. His staff is is beyond professional and amazing. It's just a, a, a real tight, effective, efficient operation in Ron DeSantis, a guy who's never lost an election, who has won in multiple landslides. In fact, even after he did the most damage against the left and the woke, refused the lockdowns uh, more than any other executive in the world, didn't force vaccinate his population and all of those things, even after that, managed to make Florida even more red than it was before, going from deeply purple to now just bright red. So he does all the things that we want him to do. He never backs down and then he still continues to win. It's like everything is there on a silver platter. Why won't we take it, right? I mean, they're offering us spam in a can or a filet mignon, right? With, you know, roasted potatoes and Brussels sprouts. Like it's like we have a feast over here and spam in a can over here with the crap show that is MAGA in the Trump campaign. Trump just came out. Tr Trump just came out. This is a tweet from Trump. This is how this is how crazy this is, okay? Everyone hates the FBI. Donald Trump hates the FBI. Donald Trump has been railing against the FBI for multiple years. Donald Trump was targeted by the FBI. Everyone, the, the Pfizer courts, everything bad that ever happened to Donald Trump in the history of his presidency happened because of the FBI. MAGA hates the FBI. The FBI infiltrated J6 and it was an inside job and the insurrection was actually the FBI undercover. That's what everyone would tell you from MAGA and QAnon and and everyone that surrounds Donald Trump, right? The FBI is the worst, worst entity in the history of the world, okay? Ron DeSantis promises to either completely dismantle these intelligence agencies or at the very least move them out of Washington, D.C. so they're not in proximity of our elected officials and the seat of power, right? So he's very specific agenda items on what he's going to do with the FBI. Trump comes out and tweets this. I kid you not. The FBI headquarters should not be moved to a faraway location, but should stay right where it is in a new and spectacular building in the best location in our now crime-ridden and filthy, dirty, graffiti-scarred capital. They should be involved in bringing back D.C., not running away from it, especially the violent crime. An important part of my platform for president is to bring back the FBI, restore it, and rebuild Washington, D.C., the cesspool that it is, into the crown jewel of our nation, and on and on and on. So this is like the most blatant, obvious, insane flip-flop you can ever imagine. And the receipts, I mean, the railing against Ray and FBI officials, it's, you cannot even, you cannot even fathom this. Okay. And he comes out now and just basically like, I, I mean, I feel bad for people who carry water for Donald Trump because you literally have to twist yourself in a pretzel. You never know when the guy is going to come, come out and say something absolutely insane. And you're going to now have to go back and delete all of your tweets and all of the audio footage and video footage that all of these big talkers and conning, you know, uh, squawkers 
said about the FBI in defense of Donald Trump, and he just like throws them completely under the bus. The same FBI that targeted Jan 6 prisoners who are still languishing in DC Gitmo. Okay, so this is like, that's the spam, okay? Like he's gonna come out, he's gonna come out for partial birth abortions. Next thing we know, and the pro-life community and uh, Francis Collins and Frank, not Francis Collins and Franklin Graham and all of the evangelical MAGA, you know, preachers, all of the prophets out there are going to have to be like, well, yeah, you know, but yeah, twist into a pretzel to defend a president who now is in love with partial birth abortion and, you know, funding plan. Oh, wait, by the way, he did that. He already did that funding Planned Parenthood throughout the entirety of his presidency. He actually increased funding to Planned Parenthood, which is like, you know, blows your mind to think about. But that's the spam. That's the spam, right? And here you have something that is real. And I see, you know, that, that Studio 8424, you don't like, you don't like that Ron DeSantis flew to Israel. Uh, you know, I don't see a real problem with that. I, you know, some people talk about how, you know, he takes some funding from maybe big tech or some, um, you know, bigger corporations. I don't mind candidates taking money if there's no quid pro quo involved. There's no harm in taking campaign donations. There's no harm in having meetings or discussions, right? We're looking at discernible policy outcome. And there's no evidence that, from my perspective, that Ron DeSantis is, is making those accommodations and engaging in quid pro quo. I could be, I, listen, I could be wrong. At the very least, it's better, okay? It's better. It's much better. And so this is, it's th this frustration that I expressed to you that set Steve Dace off. And this very important Twitter thread that I am going to end with today on the Shannon Joy Show. And I would say Studio 8424, I have looked deeply. I've been very critical of Ron DeSantis on certain things that he's done. Um, what I've been glad about is that he has pivoted away from certain mistakes that he's made in terms of lockdowns and rolling out the vaccines and has really got, gone in an opposite direction. Again, I lead with the policy outcome. I don't care what they say. I don't care who they meet with. I don't care who the photo op is with as much as I do the discernible policy outcome. Right, so that's what I'm looking at. In the in the case of Trump, we have the photo ops, the meetings, the taking of the money, the investigations, but also the really, 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 really bad policy outcomes that we got from the Trump campaign. So that's you know that's how I make my analysis. But it's out of this frustration that Steve uh, writes this thread, and I want to end with this as we prepare to launch in to the new year. He's talking about Ron DeSantis. He's the first elected official, according to Steve Dace, to snap the spines of the demonic teachers unions in a major urban population center. This is a generational accomplishment. And I can attest to that as a girl who has been fighting school boards all over Monroe County and the country for almost 10 years, okay? It is a monster. It is a leviathan. The, the lock grip that the unions and the federal government and these organizations have over our educational institutions. DeSantis defeated them and defeated them roundly. It was a headline based on uh, basically the, the Florida teachers unions lamenting that they have absolutely no money and they're about to, they're about to basically go out of business. Ron DeSantis did that to them, okay? Steve Dace goes on. All he does, DeSantis, 
is win on policy, which is what matters most, except when it doesn't. And it appears to Steve that in the world of Con Inc. and Bizarro Con, right? And conservative media, the media figures, the media heads, the platforms, the outlets are not going to let Ron DeSantis ever get even a little bit of oxygen. They are going to smother it in exchange for allegiance and fealty to Donald Trump. And that's where Dace's frustration is. He thinks he sees the writing on the wall. I don't think it's over. So he's saying it doesn't matter. What, what, what we're seeing right now in our movement it, is that good things don't matter. Good policy doesn't matter. Defeating the left doesn't matter. Winning doesn't matter. All that matters is Trump. It's a spirit. It's a, it's a, it's a deception. It's why I talk about Trump. I don't want to, believe me. But no one else will. So I do it. That's why I do it. He goes on, the problem is in this business, and he's talking about our business of media, conservatism, talking, analysis, polls, elections, you name it. I'm in the business too. And I will attest to this. The problem is it's very hard to build an uber lucrative money following in this business with a narrative of winning on policy. Because much of the GOP base doesn't actually care about policy despite its claims to the contrary. We are not the people we claim to be. He's talking about those of you who are watching today. Maybe you're mad at me. Maybe you don't like my analysis. Maybe you love it and you're part of those that group that has um, awakened to all of this. And I think it's a growing group. But as of today, the consumers of conservatism, and I think this is a lie, actually, that the platforms tell us, the advertisers tell us, and that the political class and the consultants tell us. They say, oh, Trump sells, Trump sells, Trump sells. DeSantis doesn't sell. This happened to me, okay? This, I've, I've had these conversations, and I have to go back and say, no, I'm not going to take the money, or I'm going to give up this money. I'm going to stay small because I'm not going down that train, that Trump train. I've done it multiple times in my career, and it's why I'm small, and I choose to be small. I choose this platform. I choose this freedom over the talking points and the lucrative deals. Okay? I've seen this with my own eyes. What he is saying is the truth. So he's believing the consultants. Someone got to him and said, oh, well, you're just not selling. Right? The advertising, Trump sells. It's a business decision. I'm Sean Hannity. I'm not really a conservative. I'm a business person. I'm Rush Limbaugh. I'm not really a conservative. I'm an entertainer, right? So they, they make these statements to draw you away from the business of this business that is a bit corrupted right now. So I do, I believe that consumers do want the truth. They just don't believe they can have it. They don't believe it's out there. Maybe they're still mired in the delusions about Trump. Maybe they're still in the mass formation. I just don't know, right? But when people are given something good and they're given access to it and they don't have to be afraid anymore or fearful anymore or, or all over the place, they want that. They want stability. They want basic sanity to return. And with this Trump thing, it's just you're on, you're just on a, on a, a roller coaster that's flaming and heading off a cliff. He goes on, unlike the left-wing news media, 
the right-wing news media is not backed by government or global corporations like the left, okay? And so they often need to move where he says the food is, which is more often found. Ready for this? Listen up. Perpetuating a victim narrative more than a victor one and exposing leftist hypocrisy more than demanding GOP accountability. Fear, fear, doom, gloom, Biden, Hillary, Biden, Hillary. Worst, you know, most important election of our lifetime, right? It's all about fear and doom and gloom, but also losing. Trump is a victim. You are a victim. Conservatism is a victim, right? And there's something appealing about that. Certainly, it gets people to buy the prepper food and the gold. And I'm not against gold. Believe me, I have it, right? But it it perpetuates that kind of militia, lone gunman kind of um, just this kind of fear narrative that just I see people get wrapped up in it. And they're afraid to speak up online and they're afraid to, to say anything at work. And they're just afraid of everything. It's what conservative Inc. has done. It's what Con Inc. has done to the conservative consumer. It's not, it's not a spirit of victory, of hope, of, of absolute light that we can do this. It's just always negative and it's making fun of the liberals or being afraid of the liberals. And it's always like they're crazy antics. But when do we win, right? That's the media plat. That's the model that is making them a lot of money, guys, and we're playing into it. And Dace identifies it here. Thus, he says, it's totally cool to call out the poisonous jab, the vaccine, but verboten to tie it to Trump, who still brags about it and gave Fauci an award for it. You can go after Jeffrey Epstein and Lolita Express if you're talking about Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, but you can never do it verboten if you mention Trump. You can't tie him to Jeffrey Epstein or the flight logs or even deeper in terms of Alexander Acosta and Bill Barr. The FBI, right? See, Marjorie Taylor Greene's feed today calling for the jab, her sugar daddy exalts to be investigated, or Bannon's show, ooh, he's naming names here, almost daily for examples of this, okay? So they'll talk about the the jabs all day long, all day long, and Trump is out there saying they're mine, I'm the father, I'm the daddy of the vaccine, and they won't mention it. There is a disconnect there. That's a signal to all of you that there are lies by omission. You got to look for these things as you look for good sources, myself included. Scrutinize me and Dace and Horowitz and Whitney Webb and Jeffrey Rogers and the new independent investigators I'm going to introduce to you on this show in 2024. Scrutinize all of them, myself included, for those disconnects. Those are your signals. Those are your clues, okay, That, that they're not consistent. Also, this is why you get ridiculous takes like DeSantis must do more to get Trump voters out of prison, but Trump must do nothing and he didn't pardon them when he could, even though he didn't pardon them when he could, right? So they will scream about DeSantis, who is a governor in freaking Florida, and give Trump a complete pass on the J6 prisoners when, yes, this is a fact he could have 
preemptively pardoned all of them. There is case law and history, not case law, but there is history of presidents doing that. So don't let them lie to you on that. Man, MAGA lies. Whoo, they lie. Right? Are some doing stuff like this? Are they grifters? Yes. Are some doing it so they can have access to Trump? Yes. Right? So there's money involved. There's access involved. Sometimes it's not direct money being exchanged, but followers and platforms. Trump will send you 100,000, 300,000, 400 new thousand new followers on Twitter and make you a star. And that will make you some money in the long term. But believe me, believe me, it is not a long-term plausible position. He's like, but that's probably not as many people in the business as you think. We've long had a grifter problem on the right. It destroyed the Christian conservative movement, then the Tea Party, and is doing it now to MAGA as we speak. Okay. So there's a problem there. Dace acknowledges it, but there's another problem. And it's much worse. The real problem, at least right now, until we wake up, says Steve Dace, is the people. It's our people. It's we the people. By and large, they don't want Trump accountability or GOP accountability, accountability at all. They want Trump adulation. So that's why that's most of the content that you will get from Con Inc., Bizarro Con, and Rhino Inc. Okay? They're not blinded to his or other GOP political uh, shortcomings. They don't care. They're willfully blinded. Too many in America are in mass formation, hypnotized, paralyzed, in fear, okay? Absolutely abused by your political leaders. Nine, from 9-11 on, we the people have been taught to fear. We the people have been divided. We have been abused by our own government systems and our own politicians on both sides of the aisle. And so too many people right now are in mass formation and it's surrounding Trump. This is why we have to break it. This is why I discuss it. I know it drives you guys crazy. Believe me, I don't want to either, but for whatever reason, he's the center point. He's the flashpoint. He is, is where all of this surrounds, whether it's hatred of him by the left or adulation of him by the right, okay? All of it surrounds around this one character that is being used, and this is why we have to pull it out and rip it out, whether you like Trump or hate Trump. I don't even know that he knows how he's being used. I don't know the extent of his knowledge in terms of how he's being used, but he is being used by both sides for a variety of different agendas. They're willfully blinded. They don't want to do the tough stuff of self-governance. And he's talking about the right and conservatives, Christian conservatives often. They want to care every few years and then vote GOP to save America. And in the meantime, they want to be entertained. Hence, Rush Limbaugh. Remember, that was a major thing when that happened, when we turned civics into entertainment and owning the libs, okay? They want to own the libs, and this is especially true. And I love you boomers out there, but he's right. This is especially true among boomers who came of age during the onset of the silent majority. Remember when that trope was sent out? And the dawn of conservative media. 
They could just watch Hannity pimp slap Combs or O'Reilly's no spin zone and then vote to save America with no citizenship required in between. So your school board meetings gathered cobwebs for a generation while Rupert Murdoch printed money promoting values he doesn't actually share on Fox News. Lazy media-driven faux activism was where all our attention was. The CPACs and the VPACs and the Liberty Cog and all of these like national organizations, nothing locally. George Soros, Barack Obama, and Hillary Clinton taking the advice of Saul Alinsky and Rules for Radicals and community organizing. They knew exactly where the power was and they infiltrated. As we withdrew, they infiltrated. As we turned on Rush Limbaugh and Fox News and became armchair warriors, the progressive left, the status and the fascists took over every institution right under our noses. Lazy, media-driven faux activism was where all our attention was, not on actual citizenship, writes Steve Dace. That paradigm is over as all generational paradigms eventually end, but this generation refuses to let it go. And by the time father time again proves he's undefeated, it might be too late for the next generation to save us. And even if it could, I'm not confident about that. I'm a little more confident. I'm always more confident than Steve Dace is. They always have a little air of pessimism, but I think it's because they hang out with so many people in conservative media. I'm independent media, so I'm not so depressed all the time. I have, there's a lot more hope out there. He goes on though, this is important. We don't sell content about DeSantis's campaign more than his actual resume because there's no market in it yet. That's my caveat, but because there is. Many of our people want an excuse for why they jumped on the back of the motorcycle with a ponytailed guy that will never, ever marry you. And he's talking about Trump. I say it again, the people are the problem. And I think it's both. I think it's the people, but it's also who's delivering this to them, right? Everyone has a role to play in all of this. And I am living proof that you don't have to take the blood money, that you can survive you can do this. It's not as fancy, not as sexy, and uh, you don't make as much money. But I can look in the mirror at night and uh, kiss my kids to you know at, in bed at night and know that I did everything, that I'm telling the truth, and and be settled in my soul. And that is more valuable than anything to me. And so you know, there's a way to do this. But he goes, um. Just as most people don't intentionally run for office to sell out, most people who get in this business. Don't get in it to grift, but we all have to eat, says Steve Days. And the heart wants what the heart wants. He goes on, I think I'm one of the few who will actually say this openly, and I love this part, and I love this about him, and I can't wait to see more of Steve Days. He's going to be very important in 2024, along with Pedro Gonzalez and Daniel Horowitz and, and Whitney Webb and uh, Tracy Beans, a whole new crop of amazing independents out there. Um, I think I'm one of the few who will say this openly because I am just that prickly and he's also a little scary. And I've come to terms with the fact that I'm never going to get rich doing this. I make a nice living, don't get me wrong, and I'm content with that. I like money. I love being free to speak my mind. You know what's the most tragic irony of all of this, asks Steve Dace. Trump is such a consummate salesman and marketer with a desire to please an audience and consumers that I believe if we as a movement, conservative talkers and thinkers and platformers had truly demanded more of him as a president, 
rather than simply idolize him, we might have actually gotten it. He might have actually been the legendary figure we falsely advertise him as today. He'd also still be president today, and we'd probably be better off. But we wanted branding instead. So the laws of sowing and reaping also remain undefeated, and the country sadly suffers. Trump 1.0 exposed them. Trump 2.0 is exposing us. Who both sides truly are is out in the open now for all to see, for better or for worse. And make no mistake, either way, God will not be mocked. The word is a double-edged sword. That is Steve Dace. That was his phenomenal. This is, if there's one thing you're going to read, you're going to share as we prepare for 2024, it's that. There's always a large dispute about who's to blame. Is it the talkers, the executives, the money people, the power people, or we the people, the consumers? And I believe it's a little bit of everything. I think that it is a lot of these things coming together over a very long period of time, agendas set in place by very dark, very wicked, very evil, evil beyond the scope of what we can even imagine. There are people in this world who are so evil and capable of so much evil, and they have a lot of money and a lot of power and a lot of time and a lot of connections and a lot of patience. And I think it's been that enemy just building and building and building and a lack of addressing that truth by we the people happening together simultaneously for over 50 years. Probably the last real president we had was JFK. And I think his assassination set in motion events that have led us to this moment today. We have the opportunity to wake up. And, and to change things. I think this year is going to be a year of, of great tragedy and fear, but also great hope. We have an opportunity to do this. We can do this. So gird up your loins and prepare. Get your spiritual armor ready, okay? Do not despair. Do not lose hope, right? We all have a part to play in this. And if enough of us Three to 10% of us in every given field, in any given field, in any state, any country of just a, a righteous minority of us refuse to lay down and we stand up and we stand in truth and we become the salt, then we are going to win this. And maybe, just maybe, we can eke out another 30, 40, 50 years of liberty for our kids and our grandkids. And guess what's going to happen after that? Corruption will set in again, and a whole new generation of people just like us will have to wake up and have these battles and fight for their liberty again. And that is the history. That's the cyclical nature of what we're dealing with. But once you know where you are in the cycle, it's not as scary anymore. Remember, previous generations have done this, dating back to the Old Testament when Moses led the Jews out of Egypt, okay? There is nothing new under the sun. Do not fear. All right? It's 2024. Let's go. Let's go. Let's win back our liberty and let's do it together. All right, guys, that's the program. Thank you so much for being with us in this first show. Back, thank you to Robin Sue, Mopar, Bubbles 2020, all of you who've been on the live chat. You guys are amazing. Thank you to our producers. It's going to be a doozy of a year, but um, we're going to get through this. We're going to do it. 
together. We'll be back tomorrow to do it all again right here on The Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.